welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown. <clears throat> and today we have a pretty revealing study coming out of Sweden. And I'm going to read a <clears throat> article from the Epcot Times that states that Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine goes into liver cells and is converted to DNA. Wow. Let me read. The messenger RNA, mRNA, from Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is able to enter human liver cells and is converted into DNA, according to Swedish researchers at London University, Lund University. The researchers found that when the mRNA vaccine enters the human liver cell, it triggers the cell's DNA, which is inside the nucleus, to increase the production of the line one gene expression to make mRNA. The mRNA then leaves the nucleus and enters the cells, cytoplasm, where it translates into line one protein, a segment of the protein called the open reading frame dash one or ORF dash one. Then goes back into the nucleus where it attaches to the vaccine's mRNA and reverse transcribes into spike DNA. Reverse transcription is when DNA is made from RNA, whereas the normal transcription process involves a protein of the DNA serving as a template to make an mRNA molecule inside the nucleus. In the study, we present evidence that COVID-19 mRNA vaccine, the Pfizer version, is able to enter the human liver cell line HUH7 in vitro. The researchers wrote in the study, published in current issue of Molecule Biology, Pfizer's mRNA is reverse transcribed intrinsically into DNA, no, inter, intracellularly into DNA as fast as six hours from Pfizer vaccine exposure. Pfizer vaccine is another name for the Pfizer BNT is another name for the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine that is marked under the brand name Comirnaty. I don't know. <clears throat> Keeping it moving. The whole process occurred rapidly within six hours. The vaccines mRNA converting into DNA and being found inside the cell's nucleus is something that the Centers of Disease Control Prevention CDC said would not happen. The genetic material delivered by mRNA vaccines never enters the nucleus of your cells, the CDC said on its website page titled Myths and Facts About COVID-19 Vaccine. This is the first time the research have shown in vitro or inside a Petri dish how an mRNA vaccine is converted into DNA on a human liver cell line and is and is what health experts and fact checker fact checkers said over a year could not occur. The CDC says that the COVID-19 vaccine do not change or interact with your DNA in any way, claiming that all of the inter ingredients in both mRNA and viral vector COVID-19 vaccines administered in the United States are discarded from the body once antibodies are produced. 
These vaccines deliver genetic material that instructs cells to begin making spike proteins found on the surface of SARS-CoV-2 that causes COVID-19 to produce an immune response. Pfizer did not comment on the findings of the Swedish study and said only that its mRNA vaccine does not alter the human genome. Our COVID-19 vaccine does not alter the DNA sequence of a human cell, a Pfizer spokesperson told the Epscotch Times in an email. It only presents the body with instructions to build immunity. More than 215 million, or 64.9% of Americans, are fully vaccinated as of February 28th, with 94 million having received a booster dose. Autoimmune Disorders the Swedish, the Swedish study also found spike proteins expressed on the surface of the liver cells that researchers say may be targeted by the immune system and possibly cause autoimmune hepatitis, as there have been cases, reports, and individuals who developed autoimmune hepatitis after receiving the Pfizer vaccine. The authors of the first reported case of a healthy 35-year-old female who developed autoimmune hepatitis a week after the first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine said that there is a possibility that spike directed auto spike directed antibodies induced by vaccination may also trigger autoimmune conditions in predisposed individuals as it has been shown that severe cases of SARS-CoV-2 Infections are categorized by an auto-inflammatory dysregulation and contributes to tissue damage, which the virus spikes protein appears to be responsible for. Spike proteins may circulate in the body after an infection or injection from a COVID-19 vaccine. It was assumed that the, vi- that the vaccine spike protein will remain mostly in the injection site and lasts up to several weeks like other proteins produced in the body. But studies are showing that is not the case. The Japanese regulatory agency's biodistribution study of the Pfizer vaccine showed that some of the mRNA moved from the injection site and through the bloodstream and were found in various organs such as the liver, spleen, adrenal gland, and ovaries of rats 48 hours following injection. In a different study, the spike protein made in the body after receiving a Pfizer COVID-19 shot have been found on tiny membrane vascules called exosomes that mediate cell-to-cell communication by transferring genetic materials to other cells for at least four months after the second vaccine dose. The persistence of the spike protein in the body raises the prospect of sustained inflammation within and damage to organs which express the spike protein, according to experts at Doctors for COVID Ethics, an organization consisting of physicians and scientists seeking to uphold medical ethics, patient safety, and human rights in response to COVID-19. As long as the spike protein can be detected on cell derived membrane vasculus, the human system, the immune system, will be attacking the cells that release these vascules, they said. 
Dr. Peter McCullough, an intrinsic cardiologist and epidemiologist, wrote on Twitter that the Swedish study findings have enormous implications of permanent chromosomal change and long-term consecutive, consecutive spike synthesis driving pathogens of a whole new genre of chronic disease. Whether the findings of this study will occur in living organisms or if the DNA converted from the vaccine's mRNA will integrate with the cell's genome is unknown. The author said more investigations are needed, including in whole living organisms such as animals to better understand the potential effects of the mRNA vaccine. At this stage, we do not know if DNA reverse transcribed from Pfizer vaccine integrated into the cell genome. Further studies are needed to demonstrate the effect of the COVID vaccine from Pfizer on genomic integrity, including whole genome sequencing of cells exposed to the Pfizer vaccine, as well as tissue from human subjects who received the Pfizer vaccine, the author said. So, a lot of people who still don't believe the scientists that came out over a year and a half ago that said that this is a, and that concludes the reading, the um, that this is this is not a gene therapy. Those people are being proven wrong by the day. The more information starts to come out, and to think that Pfizer, or Moderna, and these other mRNA companies do not know that their RNA is going back into the cells and creating DNA sequences in your cells, I think is very naive for us to think that they don't know that. I think it's one of the main reasons that they're trying to wait 55 to 75 years to release all of the information because I think once people truly understand what they were injected with, they'll understand that just because they don't have any issues currently right this second doesn't mean that DNA that has been transcribed into their cellular genetic makeup won't harm them five to 10 years down the line from now. Because some things show up instantly, like the Guillain-Barre syndrome uh, and a lot of the other autoimmune diseases from people who already have weak immune systems. But we have no idea when these things will show up in people who have uh, really great immune systems that this DNA may take longer to manifest physical issues. Then also they were talking about the issue of hepatitis being induced by the vaccine because the DNA sequence that is encoded into the DNA through the vaccine supercharged whatever latent diseases were in the body. And it piggybacks off of what Dr. McCullough was talking about when he said that it could create long-term chronic diseases that we do not even have a genre or name for yet because this gene therapy will create a new 
a new genre of long-term disease. And this is another reason why I believe that they should not have skipped the animal trials because just them having the knowledge that the spike proteins weren't staying in the injection site, but that they were getting into the bloodstream and circulating all around the body, even crossing the blood brain barrier, which is where a lot of the autoimmune diseases have started to spike once they see those spike proteins in your brain. These are things that could have deterred a lot of people from wanting to take this vaccine to mitigate symptoms of a disease that 99.8% of people wouldn't even catch severe COVID in the first place. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I hope this knowledge is waking you up. I pray that they do not convince you in taking a booster when they don't even know the basics. Well, they may know the basics, but us, the public, don't have the full data to make a informed consent whether this stuff is good for us or not. Like I said, my personal opinion is there's no way I would let them put that in my body for anything. But I understand some people have been coerced through losing their job from family members, virtue signaling and wanting to tell you that you're killing grandma or whatever else reason they com- they coerced you. Maybe it was for a donut or a chance to win a million dollars in the lottery. But whatever it was, it's not worth the long-term effects and implications that could result from taking an experimental gene therapy because this is not a vaccine, not even under the traditional definition of a vaccine. Vaccines are supposed to create um, immunity, These do not. This is more akin to a therapeutic, like a flu shot. And the risk, in my opinion, is so not worth the the reward. And it's based off of a bunch of the scientific data in journals that I've been researching. A bunch of doctors who had excellent rapport um, with their communities before this whole thing came out and their names were smeared. I still believe in... 20 and 30 years of scientists and doctors who've had careers for 20 and 30 years with no issues. But now all of a sudden, COVID is a thing. Now these people have lost their credibility in the community because they have a difference of opinion than the mainstream narrative that is being shoved down our throats from CNBC and all the other ABC letters of the news. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I pray this wakes somebody up in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen. Peace.